BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I personally feel that, you know, uh, you can't, in, in this life, you know, no one can be Kabir, you know, like you can just um, uh, take some values of Kabir, like about, you know, being nice to people or be kind to people and spreading love and making community come together and stay together. So these, this is what I think we all believe. That is what Kabir Cafe stands for. Like, you know, we believe in that values and we are trying to live that values. Welcome to the True Fiction Project, a podcast series that explores the origins of fiction. Every week, we begin with an interview, nonfiction, followed by a creative piece, fiction, inspired by something from the interview. The idea is to demonstrate, of course, that fiction is born out of our life experiences. Now, here's your host, storyteller, author, public speaker, health and wellness expert, Renita Hora. Welcome back to the True Fiction Project. I am your host, Renita Hora, and I am very excited to have with me today three members of the Kabir Cafe. This is Neera Jarya's Kabir Cafe. This is what we call a modern mystic band. What does that mean? Well, stay tuned because I'm going to dive right in and ask them. I have with me Mukundrama Swami, Neeraj Arya, and Viren Solanki, three members of the band. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good morning to you, Renita. It's very good evening for us here, and we are doing great. Morning, evening, yeah, that's just it. You know, we shouldn't actually timestamp things because that part doesn't matter. But I'm so thrilled to talk with you today. I mentioned to you very briefly by text or email that I discovered you very recently. It was a very emotional moment because it was it was your song, Matkar Maya Ko Ahankar. I heard it, my father had just passed away and I just, the song just took me over mind, body, soul. And I listened to it all day, all night, every moment for I don't know how long. And I said, who who is this singer? Who is this band? And I went and researched you and I found... Neeraj Arya. And guess what? My husband is Neeraj and my son is Arya. And I said, this is a message from someone. <laughs> so <laughs> I dove right uh, in. I have been following you since. And there was no way we were not going to do this episode of the True Fiction Project. So I have to ask you, starting right off the bat, how did this band come together? Why did this band come together? Who are the band members? Serenita, that's... Uh 
the to answer that i would start by saying that i think it is because of kabir that this band formed and the reason why i say i mean by kabir for us kabir is somebody who is a friend who is a person we speak to who we can talk to about our daily life that kind of a thing we don't see him as a you know as a deity or as a god or a superhuman or something like that for us he's a friend philosopher guide kind of a thing right and the band so I have to how quickly interject because for audiences who are listening to this show they are unfamiliar with kabir right so right. kabir as far as i know is a 14th 15th century poet so when yes. you say he's a friend what do you mean by that yeah so the thing is what is who is kabir kabir is a like technically by definition we can say that kabir is a 14th 15th century mystic who spoke about the realities right he didn't write he he just believed in oral tradition so he just spoke whatever he felt is right he just spoke the truths of the world right so back in 14th 15th century he spoke about oneness he spoke about humanity he spoke about gender equality he spoke about love he spoke about peace all these things which are i mean they are even today they are extremely relevant right and that is the reason why you can although he is from the 14th or 15th century you can still connect to him as a friend because he spoke about the eternal truth which is even relevant relevant uh, today and how did he bring you all together wow that's a interesting story so neeraj was part of this uh, ngo called manzil in new delhi india the co-founder is mr ravi gulati he is a very very dear a uh, friend of all of us now so when neeraj was a part of manzil ravi bhai took him to see a documentary the documentary is called had anhad by shabnam virmani and that is basically it uh, showcases four artists two from india two from pakistan and what kabir means to them and neeraj was especially touched by pralaji tipanya pralaj singh tipanya who also who also happens to be our guru i'll get to that point later how that happened but when he saw pralaji singh he said that i can do this i can sing like this and he picked up the guitar and started singing the same compositions by this he pioneered a genre called kabir rock then neeraj left to the us he came to wisconsin madison to study film and editing for a year post that he returned back to india and he got a job in mumbai at an ngo called nspa that's natural streets for performing arts nspa basically promoted different type of independent or folk music on public promenades and i happened to meet neeraj at bandra station which is a railway station in mumbai and how it. did you, you i meet part of the your life partners on the railway station <laughs> very I much <laughs> so the thing is i i have a very different background i am uh, a karnatic violinist i've been training since i i was 5 years old and of course coming from a tamil brahmin family you know it's good to have art but what do you do for a living you know you you study right i had two choices being an engineer or a doctor i didn't like blood so i was i became an engineer that was it and uh, but violin always continued with me 
and while all my friends chose to uh, do their masters in the US and i think that's where all this energy and kabir comes into picture one fine day my violin sir just told me another two years and you will be able to play proficiently and i was like well i already invested good 15 years in it why leave it for two years you know let let me just uh, continue to learn and then i can always go to do my masters later and that's when i got introduced to nspa and i became an active part of nspa and that's where neeraj and i met so initially we just jammed and i think more than anything we just connected as friends that bond was very strong we connected as individuals we connected as friends and then we started performing and because at that time this is way back in 2012 since this entire uh, like i mean this concept was new of nspa a lot of uh, prominent uh, uh, festivals and prominent stages invited us to perform we had like short 20 30 minute performances that's how the journey began well then after nice. that uh, we were joined by raman ayar on the mandolin Raman Iyer is now focusing on his independent projects and has left the band in June to 2020 but then three of us we used to jam a lot of times at Neeraj's place and all of that and then we were joined by Viren Solanki so Viren Solanki comes from a Kabir Panti family his forefathers sing kabir and his father is a well known gujarati folk singer charanda solanki So Viren has been trained in the tabla and then adapted the tabla patterns on the drums. So it was four of us mm-hmm. who basically started. And the when did Kabir Cafe? When was Kabir Cafe born? It was born on the thirteenth of November two thousand thirteen. Yeah. So that's how we all started on the thirteenth of November. We we participated in a band boot camp competition, and that was one of our worst performances, to be honest. but in spite of that we won we won the competition and that's what that that is when we got the thought that okay just by giving it a half hearted effort if we can win a competition what happens when we give it 100% when we dedicate tedly give 100% to kabir and that's when kabir cafe was formed and we were sessioning bass guitarist and finally brito joined us in 2014 september and that completed our band brito hails from northeast of india In, from a state called Manipur, his father was a part of a rock band in the 1970s. So he comes from a musical family too, and he's a self-taught guitarist. Plays a lot of instruments. He plays acoustic guitar, the bass guitar, the piano, even the drums. So he's very he's multi-talented and brings with him his Western influences. So that's how the team was formed. And then we have two more latest additions. We have Vikram Brahmankar, who plays the percussions, the tabla, the dolak, the jambe. the darbuka who joined us in 2019 and after raman left in the into in 2020 we were joined by piyush acharya who plays the harmonium so this is our band mm-hmm. two more people we have sujit ramanna a manager and we have rajat davda who is also our sound engineer so this is our team of eight people so the band is expanding and this ode to kabir this 14th century 14th 15th century mystic poet is just growing i find that fascinating in today's world and i want to ask neeraj because in one of the interviews that that i looked at neeraj had said that had anhad watching had anhad was his introduction to kabir and i watched the movie it's a documentary movie very interesting 
And there was one question, or there were two questions in that movie that seemed to be the theme. Who is Ram? Who is Kabir? What is the meaning of Ram? What is the meaning of Kabir? And I would love to ask that question because to lay people, Ram is Hindu and Kabir is Muslim. But that may or may not be the case, right? That is true. That is not, I mean, the way we see it, I mean, these are, we can have multiple interpretations of Ram. We can have multiple interpretations of Kabir. And I would like to tell you, I mean, we will we will share, even Neeraj will share his version of what is Ram to him and what is Kabir to him. And for us, definitely, we don't see as Ram as a Hindu deity and Kabir as a Muslim name. We don't see that way. I think we all have Ram in us. We all have a Kabir in us. To I'd love to hear Neeraj's perspective. Hi, namaste, ma'am. Namaste, Neerajji. Thank you so much for joining us. So that debate is still going on, like, you know, who's Ram, who's Kabir, and everybody has their own point of view. For me, what I figured out, because I was in school in seventh grade, I used, I remembered, you know, on school days, like we used, in a Hindi book, we used to have these couplets of Kabir, you know, Kal kare so, aaj kar, aaj kare so, ab, pal mein hoegi, bhauri, karega kab. and then we have to elaborate and give for the marks. You know, a test hota tha wo, like exams me, and then yes. you know, like my father used to listen Kabir a lot. You know, a Amritwani. There is a cassette used to come that time, Amritwani ka cassette. Thirty minutes bhajans, one phrase, one tune, and like there are sixty dohas in that uh, cassette. So for me, is Kabir what Kabir is talking about the Ram, the Ram which is reside in every each soul, like you know, in everyone, and people have their own point of view for Ram. For me, when I see Pehla Singh Tipaniya Ji in that movie, the way he's singing, he's singing for like five minutes, but he's elaborating his feelings about Kabir and Kabir explanation for long. I feel for me, Pehla Singh Tipaniya Ji is Kabir, the real Kabir, like who's singing and performing. And there is still mystery, like, you know, he was Muslim and or he was Hindu when he died. So there was a conflict between Hindu and Muslim that we want, we want. And they in the end, they found the flowers and then they, uh, you know, distributed, distributed with, amongst. So uh, Kabir is, I think, talking about the Ram. So there is a story when Kabir was sleeping and unke sar pe, you know, you explain, unke sar pe so he was sleeping on a, a set of stairs or a, or a ladder uh, and Sarse? Sarse? Guru Ramanand, there is a Ramanand. So I tell, there's a story. So Kabir was in search of a guru, right? So he goes to Guru Ramanand, but initially Ramanand refuses to take Kabir as his disciple. Right. So Kabir was very smart. So he knew that Ramanand uh, Ji used to go to the pond nearby or the river nearby uh, early in the morning when it was not yet, uh, there, there was not yet sunlight. So he went and he uh, nicely went and slept on the stair, uh, stairs, which just fell on the way of Guru Ramanand. And Guru Ramanand happened to, uh, you know, put his feet on Kabir's head. And the first thing that came out of Kabir was Ram. Hey, Ram. That's the story. Mm -hmm. I see. So this is interesting because Neeraj says that Praladji, his guru, Pralad Singh Tipaniya Tipan. is his guru. And to him, he he is Kabir. Is that right? Yeah. 
for me he is kabir because if i can imagine how because i have never we just heard kabir on a stories and there is a photo but the way i see pehlal singh tepane ji singing for a community and you know by profession he is a teacher school teacher high school teacher but for last 30 years more than 30 years he's been just explaining kabir and his messages so when i see him performing on stage i just feel like that i'm seeing kabir in my eyes you know so i really love him i really appreciate and thanks to him that he came into our life and the direction we got our direction you know like what we really want to do because so- by profession a mechanical engineer i was doing mm-hmm. film editing i passed out from madison wisconsin college i did my uh, film making from there diploma then i came to bombay i left quit my job and started doing this only so i think you know for us like you know giving we you get uh, gurus like that who gives you the path the direction and now we are all are happy and we are giving interview to you to so thank you to you also now thank you and This idea of the guru shishya relationship is a very very old tradition that we have from India if i can explain to sort of my western listeners it's not schooling in the traditional sense it's you know a student sits with their guru and takes in the knowledge that the guru imparts it's like a multiple year apprenticeship and that's what it is it's an apprenticeship you just get into it and get better and better and deeper and deeper so I'd love to ask you obviously mm. you you were drawn to Prahlad Singh Tipania you were drawn to the idea of Kabir in one of the interviews that I watched I remember Raman Ayer said for us at the Kabir cafe Kabir is not simply about the music it's about a way of life what do you mean by yes. that are you the wandering minstrels are you the mystics today see that uh, you know like the, a lot of time people ask us this questions like are you are you just singing uh, kabir or are you living kabir are you preaching kabir are you understanding kabir so many times people ask us this question so i i genuinely feel that you know the people around me they can decide what the kind of a person i am the kind of a singer i am the kind of a musician i am the kind of a per- so all of us you know like when people come and they say so th- there is a you feel no like you know we all whenever we finish the show when after we finish the show if we see uh, old people who come into us and we touch the feet and that's where because this is what in, in india like you know you have to touch the feet respect. of your respect so as respect it goes to people and then they said this is what is makes you to sing kabir like you know people Uh, you know um, they make their opinion like that if you are touching the feet and we don't do intentionally we just it just happened to us like whenever see old fans coming to us and we are touching their feet and saying thank you so i personally feel that you know uh, you can't in, in this life you know no one can be kabir you know like you can just um, uh, take some values of kabir like about you know being nice to people or be kind to people and spreading love and making community come together and stay together so these this is what i think we all believe that is what kabir cafe stand for like you know we believe in that values and we are trying to live that values where if you see the band the whole band is not just from one part of india it's like all over india mm. like mukund ramaswamy from kerala south virend solanki is from gujarat 
Neerajarya, I am from Uttarakhand. Brito Keshi is from Northeast. Vicky and Piyush is from Maharashtra. So, you know, like everybody is from different parts of India and we come together. And that is what is Kabir is all about, like bringing everyone together. There is no caste, there is no gender, there is no uh, color. It's all, I think it's, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. And this in itself is really beauty within the contention that exists or the contentiousness that exists. There's so much caste and strife in India. There is inequality. I mean, here in the West, I'm, I'm in the U.S., there isn't a caste system, but there is a lot of inequality. And to really bring people mm -hmm. together to think in unison, that's just something really special. I would love to ask uh, Virin Salonki about the Kabir Panthis. He grew up in a Kabir Panthi family. What is Kabir Panthi? What does this even mean? Kabir Panthi, hi, first of all. Hi, I'm Virin. Namaste. Kabir, Namaste. Uh, Namaste ji. For me, what I understood Kabir is like, uh, because I come from a Kabir Panthi background, so you know, every every day, every morning, we used to have this Amritwani playing uh, house. But what I understood from Kabir, you know, togetherness, equality, humanity. So that's what I understood Kabir. In Kabir Panthi families, is it truly non-denominational? There's no Hindu, there's no Islam. It's just about I the values it's, of it's Kabir? A, is, a, Kabir Panthi is the ideology of followers of Kabir. It's it's not that ki koi ye caste ka ho, somebody is this religion, somebody this name. It's just like people, that ideology of Kabir philosophy that they are living. So Abhi, Yesterday, day before yesterday, we performed in Chhattisgarh, uh, in Raipur. And then we there is a Chandkhuri area that I didn't knew about it first. I got to know first time that the more most Kabir Panthi and Kabir followers live in that area, Chandkhuri, Durg. There is a place in Chhattisgarh. So these are the mm -hmm. followers of Kabir. So, you know, Mirko Tony Lakta like Kabir Panthi, Kabir Nebulago Kik Panth Banai, Sabapne Alagalag Banai, Kabir stand for equality and everything. But there is a people like who have a community of following the ideology of Kabir, trying to live that life. So, you know, so that's where Viren comes from. Like Viren Dadaji used to follow Kabir Panthi. Like, you know, he used to listen bhajans, he used to, and he was a social worker in that area. Like, he used to, he had a long, like, huge land where every religion people are living there are people from muslim hindu catholic everybody's who are living there he was giving space to i think so it's an ideology or to um, you know to help to spread so that's what the community of kabir panthi there are kabir panthi in madhya pradesh there are kabir panthi in um, up there are kabir panthi in delhi and bombay so everybody they have this community it sounds fascinating and I am an ardent follower of your music. I, I think at this point I have listened mm -hmm. to all of your tracks, as many as I can, I can get my hands on. So whether it's Matkarmaya, mm -hmm. uh, Chadariya, Jini Re Jini, Do Din Ki Zindagi. I would love to ask you to play something for us and whatever you think is sort of the central message of Kabir that you want to bring us today. I'm gonna sing a couplets of Kabir, and one of the one you like it. Do din ki zindagi hai, do din ka mela. And then I'm gonna sing one dua, I think, which 
all of us to understand and this you know this whole pandemic scene happened in india a lot of people died some in in our our friend circle in our uh, closer one also some passed away and you know it was a weird situation in india that you can't go outside from your house and i i think in this process we got to know lot of fans messaged us that we got the meaning of the song now you know and now we know like what you guys were trying to sing about the life that you know do din ki zindagi hai do din ka mila hai you don't even you have lots of money even you don't have the money even you have a big house even you have a small house but corona was not checking anything he was just coming and you know people were just leaving so do din ki zindagi do din ka mila i'm going to sing for you so that life is too short i think and we have to enjoy it's a gift to us all of us and we are the one who will make this life better or good no one nobody is going to make us life better for us we have to create our own happiness and then if we are happy with within like then we can we can make other people happy lovely इस जगह सराय में मुसाफिर रहना दो दिन का रहना दो दिन का रहना दो दिन का इस जगह सराय में मुसाफिर रहना दो दिन का इस जगह सराय में मुसाफिर रहना दो दिन का तू झूठा करे गुमान मुरख इस धन और जोबन का तू झूठा करे गुमान मुरख इस धन और जोबन का ना ही भरोसा पल का ना ही भरोसा पल का यू ही मर जाएगा यू ही मर जाएगा दो दिन की जिंदगी है दो दिन का मेला दो दिन की जिंदगी है दो दिन का मेला क्या लेके आया जगत में क्या लेके आया जगत में क्या लेके जाएगा क्या लेके जाएगा दो दिन की जिंदगी है दो दिन का मेला दो दिन की जिंदगी है दो दिन का मेला तो अगली लाइन जो है द नेक्स्ट सॉन्ग मतलब द नेक्स्ट कपलेट व्हिच आई लव आई थिंक व्हिच हैपेंड इन दिस पेंडेमिक लाइक लॉट ऑफ पीपल वर हेल्पिंग ईच अदर सो कबीर हैज सेड्स यू नो ऑन समथिंग अबाउट लाइक पीपल नीड लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स इन देयर लाइफ बट इन पेंडेमिक वी सॉ पीपल कमिंग आउट एंड हेल्पिंग अदर्स सो देयर इज अ दोहा साईं इतना दीजिए जाम कुटुंब समान इतना दीजिए कुटुम समाय मैं भी भूखा ना रहू साधुआ भूखा जान ओ मैं भी भूखा ना रहू साधुआ भूखा जान थैंक यू Can you explain the last that my family has enough to eat and so are people who come to my house my guests also have enough to eat 
that is all i that is all i want so people have this thing na that you know like greed and need are two different thing like you know we don't know when we become the when need turn to greed yeah. so that's where the kabir is saying that give me so much that you know i can feed my family and if somebody a beggar a fakir comes to my house they also can eat and you know not go with, without uh, food from my house so i think this is a very good line i we actually love this line saintna dijiye jame kutum samay main bhi bhooka na rahu sadhu na bhooka jaye so i think it's beautiful and this pandemic we saw a lot of people were helping each other and uh, some friends i know they were doing really good work some ngos some communities how they were helping so i think this lines dedicate to them and kabir is universal it's not just for india it's for america it's for canada it's for all over the whole world you know like and we have planned we have performed 11 country and we have sung only kabir it is beautiful because you are right you have just touched the very core of how people came together in this pandemic how mm. people reached out to help the next person and the very heart of the south asian soul where we the biggest honor for us is not to take our friends and our, our guests to a restaurant but to bring them to our homes where we feed them yeah. with our hands with love with the food that we've cooked so i i think it's so so beautiful i have to ask you you know when you say bring a guest even a fakir i would love mm. for you to explain this concept of a fakir because sometimes in the west a fakir doesn't have a positive connotation at all <laughs> a fakir i think um, for me the fakir meaning is like who uh, how uh, the fakir how contentment basically uh, you can call somebody a fakir when they are content there's a difference uh, between you know yeah we have to we want to grow we want to achieve things but there is something that today we lack is contentment we are not content with things a person who has realized that a person who is content is called a fakir so a fakir is not a wandering mendicant or somebody who's coming begging from door to door or anything like that because that's what people do think you know that's the meaning and that's why sometimes oh no fakir <laughs> but what you're no, explaining no, is something totally different no, no, fakir will fakir will not ask you to give me something you know it will just come to your you know uh, in your door to door you'll see that you know when when we were young kids we used to see so i think this is also a mentality and a stereotype fakir matlab to bhikari hoga aur mujhe lagta hai bhikari bhi apne aap mein koi kharab cheez nahi hai mujhe lagta hai ki bhikari se hame seekhna chahiye jiske paas kuch nahi hai wo sabse zyada khush hai usko raat ko like hmm. if he has nothing to lose na There's nothing to lose, and I think we and we are in this uh, life. We are uh, very scared to lose things. You know, relationships uh, break up. हो जाते when you have a breakup, so you have your life is become oh my god, what happened to my me? You know, but Kabir talks about like you know there is not nobody is yours. You have come alone. You have to go alone. That's the there is a bond and there is a you're gonna die. In between, what you are doing is your life, and in that life also, we are just thinking about about like I will lose something, and we are trying to accumulate things like you know, materialistic thing to adding in your life. I mean, we we can we have all the money to buy expensive beds, but we can't buy sleep. So that's basically <laughs> the definition of a fakir: the person who doesn't need a bed to have a good sleep. Right, right. Absolutely. You put it in such a different context and such a beautiful context. I really appreciate that. And about the bhikari, you know, we've got something to learn from these wandering uh people as well. They they're free. They they're not asking anything and and they can seek and probably have achieved true happiness. 
So I would love to ask you, where can we find out about your live concerts? And I know you really focus on the live as opposed to <laughs> Zoom. Of course, we're doing Zoom and still in this day and age, but you really focus on the live. So how can we find out more about where you are playing and, and come so everything is on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram. All the information will be there whenever you're playing next, whenever you're performing, where we are performing, what what is coming new. Can we see you? Can we expect to see you in the US at any point soon? Oh, before pandemic, I think we did a tour of the yeah, US. Yeah, in 2019, we had come to the US not once, but twice in a span of two months. So and we had a 15 days and 15 days tour. To the U.S., we lived, we played, and uh, we were we, we were not able to do California, but we did the we did the East Coast. East Coast, we did. You can invite us. We will come. To, we will surely pack our bag and we'll come to America and perform there. All right, you're you're on. I'm I'm looking for places already. That's fantastic to hear. So you know, like I'll be honest with you, our special moments. Each performance is special, but it's so lovely to perform for the people who live in uh, live in abroad you know like uh, uh, so we performed in america so i just want to say so there is a satsang we call satsang so we were so happy to play each uh, family's houses we go to their house we play in the hall room and without sound we perform for them so it's so beautiful and you know that uh, i will always remember whenever we go to america so next time we are coming the you know the doors are open for us you know like some people so we just met on a one show and they said can you come to our house and perform so these things i if anybody listening our friend uh, this session i would like to say thanks to them for you know um, having a belief in us and for supporting kabir cafe and independent music and thank you to you for having us on this show and it's our pleasure to you know people like you um, who actually help us our story who you who take our stories you guys are taking our stories to people to people that's how the, we are getting to know by people they are saying you do good music and all so thank you dil se aapko dhanyawad hai bilkul ji bilkul thank you so much our doors are always open to you here at the true fiction project and i'm not sure if you're aware but there is actually a fictional piece to this podcast as well this interview will be listened to by one of our writers and uh, we are waiting to see what beautiful fictional piece comes out of it i can't wait to share that with you Thank you so much. Those were my guests today on the True Fiction Project. Mukund Ramaswamy, Neeraj Arya and Viren Solanki from Neeraj Arya's Kabir Cafe. These are the modern mystics. These are the Kabirs of our time. And now to the premise of the True Fiction Project, which of course is to create fiction out of non-fiction. Namaste Station. This story was written by Jean Bernard, based in Italy. Narrated by Tari Helmer. Kabir wanted to explore all corners of India and beyond, the whole world's shores and mountains. But such a journey would take years and even centuries. His feet were aching, his back was broken, his hands were numbed. Too many miles, too much rain and storms, too much heat. Therefore, he realized that one's voyage has a limit. It would be wise to find an alternative. One word plus another word 
plus another phrase gradually become a poem. Then a poem becomes a quest, a banner to be followed by an army of disciples. Love can be the universal stamp pasted on a message sent to me, to you, to anyone who dares to listen. It was a time for Kabir to sit, to pause. He had nothing, apart from a bag of medicinal herbs and a half cup of rice. He settled his camp just a few steps from the trail and wrote on a piece of wood two words, Namaste Station. At first, nobody noticed his presence. He was just another poor man, a fakir, asking for nothing nor begging to be seen. A young boy from the village nearby was intrigued by him. He made a gradual approach, poking at him with a stick, just to see if he was still alive. Amused by this innocent move, Kabir responded with a smile, yet an expression that scared the boy away. The following morning, the boy came back with his mother. Like many of their neighbors, their meals were frugal, but they thought that a piece of mango, a fistful of rice, and the touch of hand on Kabir's feet would be as good as a feast. But there is no feast without music or song. Kabir's voice was unique, almost magic. He had mastered hundreds of ragas, those musical scales only known to the best. The boy had never heard such a melody before. Neither had he heard the words of a poem. Oddly, though, he understood their meaning. It's because you've listened with your heart and not with your ears, Kabir said. What is your name? I'm Niraj. I'm ten years old. Well, Niraj, you have just filled the very meaning of your name. Give away what you have to feed others. You have just done that with me. Come and visit me, and I'll guide you through the tunnels of your life. We'll sing together, too. That was the moment that set the path of Naraja's life. Leaving behind his childhood, he quickly grew into a little man. Eager to share his new self, he recounted the episode to others in the village, but alas, received a cold shoulder response. Who is that fool, waiting for a mode of transportation? How's he calling it? A train? Some of the villagers even thought that he was bizarre, unfit to enjoy his life. But Kabir proved to be the best of masters. Naraja's mood changed. He spoke freely and seemed at peace despite the struggles he faced. Yes, Kabir proved to be the best of masters indeed. Yet his teaching was not based on books or rigorous lessons. Instead, it was a subtle mix of feelings, senses opened with eyes closed, a breeze blowing through the mind, strange waves of communication passing along their physical bodies in unison, triggering an infinite silent dialogue. Until then, Naraj had no idea of what the future could hold. What would it be like the next day? A bad storm? Would he see a dead bird? Would it bring this Namaste station sign? Kabir? What is a train? But Kabir had no idea either. The concept of a moving carriage was so logical. Ideas needed to travel. 
India was too wide. The world has no limit. Obviously, even the most experienced travelers had suffered while riding on the back of elephants, donkeys, camels, and horses. Beyond that, the roads were unsafe, with beggars and gangs ready to slit your throat for paltry gains. You know, Naraj, one of these days in the future, a group of uninvited individuals will come to this land, pursuing goals that will not be ours, bringing along with them an extraordinary machinery that will change our time perceptions. Remember that time is an illusion. Our future resides in our past because we're living today already. So a train will be something that will change time. Understood? Kabir and Naraj traveled together through spaces that few would be able to explore. They did it simply by sitting there, protected by the shadow of a banyan tree. It appears that Kabir passed away in due course. No one was sure, though. Some said that he was still alive somewhere. Naraj took his role, giving advice and recommendation to those who were interested. His reputation and name began to resonate among the population. Even the wealthy, intrigued by his fame, made their way to get a private audience with him. Naraj, the small boy, the little man, the wise one, became the reference point for this very light at the end of the tunnel. His camp became a shrine to Kabir, paved with a carpet of flowers, surrounded by hundreds of candles and baskets of candies. On full moon nights, Naraj sang for hours in front of an immense audience. People came from afar just to listen to his lyrics, the exact words learned from Kabir. Yes, time was an illusion. The future was already there. Bright red uniforms on the back of British soldiers. A sign of surrender. But these fiercest of intruders were frightened by the power of the likes of Kabir and Naraj. The empire is here to stay, they said. No one is above our will. India's borders reach far and wide, so time is of the essence. A train system is the solution. Namaste Station has never materialized, but who needs a platform, rails, and whistle to make it a reality? Some elders have carried strange stories over the years. Some said that Naraj died at the age of 102. Others said he was 150. But if you have the opportunity to travel to his shrine, especially on a full moon night, you'll hear the music, the lyrics, and your heart will beat on the rhythms of the tablas. India has countless railway stations. If you're curious, at peace with yourself, and if you're gifted enough to see with your eyes closed, you'll be able to recognize among the travelers Kabir and Naraj singing together on a bench, on the top of a crowded wagon, sipping goat's milk and tea made of raindrops at a local cafe. They understand the timetable and the destination of your life. Namaste Station is in your head.
Thank you for listening to The True Fiction Project with Renita Hora. Be sure to subscribe to the newsletter to receive more inspiring stories showing how fiction is born from our everyday experiences. For more information, visit www.truefictionproject.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.